What up, y'all? Welcome to Here's the Thing with Kev on stage, where I rant about everything for how long or how short as I feel like. By the way, isn't it amazing how quickly the human body can get musty? I mean, I was walking this morning. I took a shower last night and I washed gingerly because I was hoping for some butt butt. Okay. And I woke up this morning fresh and I start walking out of my neighborhood within seven and a half minutes. I was musty. And I don't know what that says. Maybe I've got to start using powder because this little area on your legs where the thigh meets, hot ball sweat. You hear me? Smells like sweet butt juice. Uh, Josh is in the background today. Aye, aye. We're going to figure out how much time Josh talks. You know, this is going to be a combination of me talking to myself and Josh interrupting me from time to time. Uh, Josh, you won't be keeping me on track. You hear me? Ain't no track. What's track? No, no track, Josh. I'll talk forever long. I want never to. heard of it. Josh, I do want to know, though, where is Kendall Jenner? Probably drinking some Pepsi. Somewhere. I need her to bring the Pepsi that she used in the commercial to stop the protest. And I need her to deliver it now. We've never asked much of you, Kardashians, but you have the power to stop Police brutality for what, three years now? Two, three years since that commercial came out? I have not seen you in LA with the hair flowing in the wind, cracking a cold one, and stopping a police officer from beating a protester. Are you out of Pepsi? Are there any not cold enough? Take a warm Pepsi. Shake one up. Spray it in officers. I do something. The Kardashians, Chloe, she took this time to get a new face. Josh, throw Chloe's face up here. This woman needs to be in Mission Impossible. I mean, at this point, if I didn't know what she used to look like, I mean, she's the villain at the end of Scooby-Doo. She's going to pull the mask off and it's going to be her old face. This goes out to all you people who are ugly in the world. I just want you to know something. You're not actually ugly. You're just broke. That's all. You're not ugly. You're just broke. That's the only thing that's separating you from rich beautifulness. Like Chloe is like, at this point, it's not just a touch up. It's like, girl, we, who, who is that girl I see staring straight back at me? When will this reflection show who you used to look like outside? When will this reflection show who you used to look like inside? All right. Kendall, get at me if you need help finding out where the Pepsi should be delivered. Speaking of protests, Deion Sanders Jr. took his Porsche Cayenne down to the protest last week. And as protests go, things got out of control. The Porsche Cayenne was damaged. He tweeted, they done messed up my Cayenne. I was out here for hours making sure everybody was straight and directing traffic. But my car got hit. I know it wasn't intentional and nobody knew it was mine. But let's just stop damaging everything we see. That's not part of the protest. Here's, here's what I want to know, Deion Sanders Jr. Wh where is your protest car? Is is the Porsche Cayenne all you have available? You don't have a regular 
Prius for protest? Where's your Prius protest? Where's the car you don't care about? Regular people like me, I got the Corolla. Okay. If I'm going down to the protest, I'm taking the Corolla. I can't, I, I listen, I don't even have a car as expensive as, as you, but if I did, I would have a regular car as well. Where's the pandemic Passat? You don't have a Volkswagen Passat that you got in high school. You don't care about where's the black lives matter Buick. I you can't just take the Porsche down there to the protest. Deion Sanders jr. I don't know why your car being smashed is a surprise to you during a protest. Things get out of control. You looking at the Cayenne, the Cayenne is like, bro, why do you have me out here? I'm not a protesting Porsche. You know, Porsches are all lives matter. Porsches ain't down for the movement. Do you think Porsches like, yeah, black lives matter? No. You need the cars that the black people have been held down by. You need the Nissan Altima. All my homies had Altimas. We came up. That was the cool, oh, you on your way car. The Altima Honda Accord. Okay, Ford Expedition. These are the cars of the people. You can't be down there one with the people. With the Cayenne? Regular people don't have Cayennes. Okay, you out here like, man. People destroying. Do you know everybody's out here like eat the rich? People be saying eat the rich, Deion Sanders Jr. You high step down to the protest and maybe you were in a rush. Look, man, I want to get down there with my people. You got an Uber X to the protest, Deion Sanders Jr. You cannot pull up in the Cayenne. You know what else you can do? You can't do what Ray J did. Josh, please show them Ray J. Yes, ladies and gentlemen. Ray J pulled up to the protest in the Rolls Royce. Pulled up to the scene with the ceiling missing. Ray J, I'm looking at you now. He got the mask on. First of all, the car is clean as all get out, man. He in the middle of downtown LA, okay? Trader Joe's, everybody got the mask on. Here comes Ray J with the gloves and the slide. The door open from the backside. Here's Ray J. Ah. We out here. Is that a Louis Vuitton mask? That's not Louis Vuitton print. Ray J. He fist bumping people in the Rolls Royce. Listen, I'm going to just say this out here. A lot of celebrities got exposed over the last weekend. They, they was just saying the wrong thing. Ray J never thought, man. I've got to take a regular people's car down there. Take, maybe you can't take the train. Take an Uber. Okay, get a private car, take you down within six blocks of the protest, okay? And then you got to walk the rest of the way. You can't drive the Rolls Royce up in there. It's like rich people never know when to stop stunning. How do I remind you that you're poor? Y'all came down to the protest on the train? Ugh. Couldn't be me. They out here pouring Fiji water in their in the eyes of protesters you can't just pour regular milk in these people's eyes ray j's out here like if i get tear gassed pour premium almond milk from whole foods in my eye and i'll take nothing less don't pour regular whole milk i need oat milk in my eyes ray j you were doing so well remember when he had the glasses they're unbreakable (laughs) 
unbreakable. Remember, it was speedy. Was like, man, I can break these glasses. No, you can't. I will break these glasses. Josh, please find it. Just for sheer joy, please find the clip. They're not unbreakable. Don't tell me it's unbreakable. After the dude broke the glasses, Ray J was like, I don't care. They cannot break. It's impossible. Where is your regular car, Ray J? You can't take a Rolls Royce down to the protest. You know who else was at the protest? Batman. <laughs> Batman pulled up to the protest. He was walking around like, where am I needed? Where is she? Where is the police? Ah, I had never seen Batman walk around in the daytime. He looks so discombobulated. Batman's just walking around like, all right, man. So what? 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 What, what do I? Oh shoot! I turned the. I turned the. Hold on, Josh. Hold on, Josh. Okay, I muted it. Okay, there's tear gas everywhere. Batman is not by. This guy couldn't wait. <laughs> oh my gosh, man. He ain't believe. He, who do you beat up? He looking for stuff to beat up. He's just out here walking around. <laughs> oh, everybody was down there, man. Where is she? That was the only thing I didn't like about the Dark Knight. Christian Bell's voice. He was doing the most, bro. Where is she? He had the worst voice of any superhero. Also, if you're ranking superhero, ter terrible superheroes, Jamie Foxx as, uh, who was Jamie Foxx? Josh, who was he in the Spider-Man movie? What was his character's name? Oh my gosh, I know who you're talking about. Electro. Duh. Oh. Oh. The worst villain upbringing. Hey man, I need your help. Me? Yeah, you. He had his glasses on crooked. <laughs> I no uh. You don't need me. Yes, we need you, man. Okay, I maybe I can be villain. I I'm not totally sure. The thing about Batman, somebody said, and I, I just can never forget. It, they said his superpower is white privilege. <laughs> Baby slant. There's a there's a Twitter page completely dedicated to Batman slander. It's called, it's at Batman slander. Okay. Let me just give you a couple of the beats. Josh, if you want to, Josh is going to be doing his editing, butt now for this podcast. Oh, sorry, Josh. I'm going to, I'm going to put the link in our, in our shared doc for you, Josh. I'm going to do some work for you, but you're going to have to, you're going to have to do more work, Josh. I want this to be informative and funny. Batman, a billionaire practicing karate on the, <laughs> on the mentally ill. Call it what it is. 
A list of Batman's enemies. A penguin, a lizard, a clay pot, a clown, a guy with asthma, and a teacher with bad jokes. <laughs> Iron Man flies around the world battling threats that he realistically shouldn't be able to handle alone. Batman sleeps all day while Gotham rots, then at night puts on a cape and beats up locals. <laughs> with mental illnesses. Man, this is truth. If you lock Batman out of the Batcave, he ain't nothing but Mark Cuban. <laughs> Catwoman will rightfully steal a beautiful diamond from some museum that stole it from Africa, and here go Batman. Like, put it back, Selena. How about you stay out of women business, Bruce? <laughs> Batman locks his keys in the Batmobile. Alfred's on vacation. Gotham is on fire. Y'all wouldn't even F with Batman if he was a real person. If Elon Musk took some taekwondo classes, put on a suit and was driving around New York beating the crap out of weed dealers and henchmen, y'all would riot. (laughs) Imagining Batman honking in traffic got me crying. Oh, Batman got an op called Calendar Man. He throw paper. Hold on, there's that's not true, Josh. The calendar Man calendar is Calendar Man is a reach. Calendar Man is not real. Also, that that brought up a good point though. Batman always has a lane to drive fast in, and that's not always that's real. not that's New not, York. It's not realistic. Oh my gosh, Josh, it's true. Calendar Man is a fictional supervillain appearing in DC Comics. (laughs) You know why Batman's so successful? Because he doesn't have credit issues. He has no credit card bills. Okay? Credit card consolidation loan from my friends at Livestream can help you mark them paid in full. Quickly roll balances from multiple credit cards into one single monthly loan payment. Get a low fixed interest rate and free up more money in your monthly budget. Say goodbye to credit card bills and take even more control of your money. Livestream's credit card consolidation loans have rates from just 5.95% APR with auto pay. And there are absolutely no fees. You can even get your money as soon as the day you apply. Listen, I told you before and I'll tell you again. Melissa and I have put ourselves in a good position by using a credit card consolidation loan. We did it probably about five or six years ago. And it was the best decision we ever made. Right now, we have no credit card debt because we did this exact thing. And I want this for you. That's what I'm telling you guys. Just for my listeners, apply now to get an additional interest rate discount to save you more. The only way to get this discount is to go to livestream.com slash R&R. R&R. That's livestream.com slash R&R. R&R. For additional discount. L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M dot com slash R-R. R&R. Subject to credit approval. Rate includes 0.5% auto pay discount. Terms and conditions apply and offers are subject to change without notice. Visit livestream.com slash R&R for more information. Calendar Man has to be the worst villain. The only villain worse than Calendar Man is Virgil Abloh. Oh, Oh, we're going to talk about it. If you didn't know who Virgil Abloh, and I brought these shoes in to talk about it. 
Virgil Abloh is the creator of Off-White. And when I tell you he meant Off-White, oh, he meant I'm right Off-White, guys. Off-White is just a regular Nike shoe with his writing in Helvetica. Now this is just an Air Max. Now it's Off-White. And the laundry tag. Now I'm the dum-dum who bought these for $700. Back in the day at All Def, they told me these were cool. Well, I said, why are they cool? Josh, you're not off the hook. I didn't buy them. You told me Off-White was cool. I did. Huh? You took that cool picture on your Instagram. Mm -hmm. Throw up the picture, Josh. I, I will. Throw up the picture. You I knew what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. All my friends said Virgil Abloh was cool. Well, guess what Virgil had to say today? I just cracked my nail. Or over the weekend. Virgil Abloh was upset at the protesters, okay? Virgil was mad that they destroyed one of his friend's stores, okay? Hey man, y'all can't do this. This is wrong, okay? You can't do this, guys. I'm Virgil Abloh. Kanye said I was cool. I'm the head of artistic direction at Louis Vuitton Men. I sell off-white where the clothes, a pair of socks is $110. You guys are wrong. Streetwear business is not about this, okay? That's what he said, Josh. He did? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. About his friend's business. Guess what his friend said, Josh? What did his friend you say, You can throw it up. You I can will. throw it up if you want. Right okay? now. The guy who he was defending his store being destroyed, Sean Witherspoon, said, nothing happening right now is okay. George Floyd should never have been killed, along with the other thousands of more innocent people killed every year because of police brutality. And, and above all racist behavior, I'm absolutely disgusted with our system. And to be honest, I have trouble finding words for my anger and sadness about the inequality I see in our world. I'm nothing short of sad. I will always stand with black and brown community and continue to do my best to offer a platform for everyone. We're in this together. I'm here if you need me. We need change and we need it now. Black Lives Matter. This is the guy he's defending, Josh. And he's a non-POC. Oh, yeah. Ah, he's yeah. a white man. He's off-white. Touche. Okay, so in the comments of this post, people are like, I feel you. You should have some justice for your store as well. Sean says, we will bounce back. Don't worry. Somebody else says something along the same lines, okay? And um, he says, Sean says, I can't stress enough. Our shops are not what you should be worried about. We need our world to change. People should be all be treated equal. And Sean's from the South. He's from Virginia. Is he? Ah, yeah. I didn't know that. So you know what Virgil Abloh does, Josh? What does he do, Kev? Oh, actually, hold on one second. One more thing, Sean. There's more? Paul, a guy, Paul says, sorry to hear about your story, Sean, praying for you, man. Sean says, I appreciate you, but pray for those who are not being treated equally. They need us more than ever right now. So guess what Virgil does? What, is, what does he Virgil do? Virgil donates. This is him with a million dollar streetwear brand and the head of Louis Vuitton men. He donates how much money? $50. Five zero? $50. Oh, yeah. Somebody on Twitter said Virgil can put quotation marks on some clothing, but can't put commas on a donation. Virgil, I know you didn't get up on on Russia's Internet and put a quote, uh, uh, a screenshot of you donating $50 when the doggone off white socks are 110. The wallet that you post is 300. The fish hoodies, 590 and a tote bag is $480. Josh, I hate to do it. Virgil, what are you doing? You know what made you cool? Black people said you was cool. We said this was cool. We didn't even know why. 
This was only cool because we said, Josh, I don't want to have to do Kev, it. Don't do it. Please. I don't want to have to do it, Josh. But Virgil, and I know you. I'm going to keep it two Virgils with you. Okay, that's a haunt it. I'm going to keep it two Virgils with you. We done with oh, off-white. We off. We off-white. Huh? You really meant that? We really meant that. Oh, you know what that's, Virgil? Virgil, I'm going to take these Nikes. I'm making them regular, Josh, for the people. Huh? Oh, because without this, what are you, Virgil? Oh, you know what? These are just regular old Air Maxes. Now, these used to be worth $700. Now, they just right back to the 180 Virgil, you lost the people, Virgil. You had the bag. You fumbled it at the one. You're Russell Wilson. All you had to do was hand the ball to Marshawn Lynch. You would have been better off not donating nothing at all. But you put $50, you put $50, that's you throwing the interception on the two-yard line when you had Marshawn Lynch there. Oh, man. I can't do it no more, Virgil. I didn't want to do it in the beginning. But I wanted to support a black person who I thought was with the black people, and all the black people tell me I was right. Okay, Virgil, I didn't want no more off-white. I think this is out there. I almost hit my work with that say, thing. I, about I got scared. I... It was about to be a whole other situation. <laughs> it was about to be a whole other situation going on here. Virgil, I'll never purchase nothing again. And in fact, I'm going to donate some regular shoes to regular people. Because I'm defacing these. These are my doggone walking shoes now. These used to be my cool shoes. And guess what? I'm done with streetwear, Josh. I don't know who's who and what's what. I'm not going to be in a position to be spending $700 trying to be cool, and then the people come out, and they really off-white. He really wrote zip-tie on zip-tie. Did he really? Mm-hmm. He wrote shoelace on shoelace. And guess what? I'm the dumb-dumb that thought it was cool. Virgil, we off you. I threw that one much I shorter. Say, I, I threw dude, it much well, shorter. You did it again. Oh, why? You the funniest that? part of this Virgil thing is now... A new phrase was born on Twitter yesterday. I'm gonna keep it two Virgils. <laughs> I'm gonna keep it a hundred with you. It's amazing to me how quickly you can become a laughing stock. I mean, Black Twitter was oh boy, they was turning on everybody this week. Why are you why are you defending somebody who didn't want to be defended, Virgil? What you talking? Why? All you had to do was shut up. Drake yesterday donated a hundred bands on a credit card. <laughs> they called fraud on them. Did they? Yes. They were like, "Hold on, no, no, no." They're like, "Aubrey, this is American Express, sir." <laughs> Hello, Aubrey, American Express. What is BLM? <laughs> what are you talking about? You donated to who? You know, Virgil only put fifty on it. You put a hundred bands. Let me tell you what, guys. I've been I've been stewing with this. I wasn't able to go to the protest on two separate occasions. On Saturday, I had to move out of my old apartment or old house uh, during the protest. And on Sunday, I was or no way on Friday I had to move out, and then on Saturday I had to do my um, conference. Okay, and then when I was looking for protests, everybody was like, "These are fake. These are real. These are fake." And then I was kind of confused about the protests and stuff. And I realized this. Some people can protest 
Okay. Some people can donate resources. Okay. I wasn't able to protest, but that doesn't mean I can't do anything. I donated to three separate things. Me and Liz, we donated to the Minnesota Defense Fund. I talked about this over the weekend. Uh, Reclaim the Block and one more organization. Okay. So we donated. Pat, Tony, they went down and protested. Virgil, $50. You can't be that rich. Like, I feel like the $50 was just given with such disdain. Like, man, shut up. Just shut up. With the 50. Just shut up. Shut up. Huh, huh. Take the $50. Huh. Shut up, you blacks. Some people were scratching it out, too. If he would have scratched it out, he would have avoided all of this. I looked at that and I said, ah, he posted it. I thought somebody, maybe somebody outed him. Maybe somebody was like, man, I just got this from Virgil, y'all. Virgil himself. You know what's funny? We was doing something yesterday. We was talking about this. And my homegirl was like, maybe Virgil ain't from the United States. Maybe he's not aware of, you know, maybe Virgil ain't from the States, nah. man. Maybe Virgil ain't around. You know what I'm saying? Maybe he's from, you know, somewhere from the UK. Maybe he grew up in Amsterdam. Virgil from Illinois. <laughs> Virgil is from Illinois. Come on, Virgil. I feel so dumb for buying the off-whites. That is the most expensive pair of shoes I ever bought. That was two years ago when I thought it was cool. <sighs> now I'm kind of just stuck. <sighs> well, I'm a, I'm a walking them shoes more than I ever used them before. I had those shoes for probably two years at least. I feel like that was the first tour that, that we did that. I think so. First tour. So this would be going on the third year. Probably have worn them less than 37 times. It's very nah. specific. Nah, yeah. <laughs> now I'm going to be wearing them every day until the, to the, to the air bubble pops. More importantly, I won't be supporting Virgil anymore. I thought about like burning them and stuff, and my wife was like, that's kind of dumb because you, you bought them. I defaced them. What did I even do? I'm not going to be caught. I remember I gave him away my Yeezys when Kanye was talking crazy. Mm -hmm. Gave away my Yeezys. I got to stop buying expensive shoes. I don't know what these people are going to say later in life. It's one thing if I spend 80 bucks on it and you, and you talk crazy. But if I spend $180, $200, $200, my birthday gift to myself. Shoot. There's a lot of protest stuff going on. That's all we really have. All right, let's take a look at the speech. Gone wrong. Okay, from right here, this is where we should have lost him. He said, This is not about George Floyd. That's where he lost me. I actually didn't understand what he was saying. He was just yelling. People would be like, yeah, yeah. Like Dwight in the office when he was just like. We are the people. <laughs> he had me with his Dwight stuff. We were just like, yeah, yeah. What, what is he saying? Then he said, this is not about George Floyd. What I, he should have said, this is not just about George Floyd. And this is where he, this is where he lost me. But don't worry, it gets worse. 
This is about hate. Okay. So if you would just had that one word, this is not just about George Floyd. This is about hate. But you, but you already messed up. But it, it gets worse. Excuse me. Okay. Okay. Let me just let me just pump the brakes. Niggas come in every color. Hard R. Hard R? Hard R? <laughs> I know he didn't go niggas come in every color. Niggas come in every race. Niggas only come in black. Okay? <laughs> only come in black. He blew a 28-3 lead on speeches. This man is the Atlanta Falcons of speeches. He was doing so well. He is the Golden State Warriors. He 3-1 in the finals, he Draymond Green kicking LeBron in the balls and them, you know, <laughs> losing the next three games. You had it. The black people turned immediately. That was the chase down block. LeBron blocking the speech. How did you blow us? You had everybody going. Started yelling something. What did he say at the beginning? Ah, we should build in love. People like, yeah, this guy gets it. Not about George Floyd. Hold on. Niggas come in every color. Nig hard R niggas? In every race? Come on, man. You can't let everybody talk. <laughs> you just can't, man. You don't know what's going to come out of people's mouth. I don't know what happened to that guy. It took some balls for him to give a speech like that. And it's going to take some balls for him to defend himself because I know he got physically attacked. Okay? And you know what? You got to take care of your balls. And Manscaped is here to make sure you do that. Oh, the reopening is right around the corner. There's a chance that no one's seen your balls in a few months. Don't ruin your first post-quarantine date with a ball fro. Would you show up to the first day of school without a haircut? Manscaped is here to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. Okay? I shave my balls at least once a week now with the landscape 3.0. This thing is perfect in the shower. I never nick my balls. My balls thank me audibly. They're like, who Kev, appreciate you. Okay, I put three lines in them so they can be fresh for the summer. And they're loving me, okay? The Lawnmower 3.0 is the best hygiene tool for the modern man. Because of their ceramic blade and skin-safe technology, your snags will be reduced while preparing yourself for post-quarantine life. The Perfect Package 3.0 comes with a new improved Lawnmower 3.0 water-resistant cordless body trimmer, performance boxer briefs travel bag the perfect package 3.0 also includes crop preserver and crop reviver the crop preserver is an anti-chafing ball de deodorant which ensures that your afternoon stroll doesn't end with your balls sticking to your leg and musty the crop reviver is a spray-on toner for your balls it's made the soothing aloe with witch hazel extracts that will give your balls a boost right now get 20 percent off free and free shipping with the code ratchet ratchet at manscape.com that's 20 percent off with free shipping at manscape.com and use the code ratchet Ratchet. Your first date will thank you. Also, I want to tell you about Paint Your Life. With all that's going on right now, I couldn't spend special days without my loved ones. Birthdays, Mother's Day, graduations, etc. So I want to give out extra special gifts. And I found the perfect thing. A hand-painted photo of us from Paint Your Life. Choose from a team of world-class artists and work with them until your every detail is perfect. User-friendly platform lets you order a custom-made hand-painted portrait in less than five minutes. Me and Melissa got Paint Your Life. There's one on my gallery wall. I'm thinking about ordering another one for this wall. By the way, this whole wall is going to be filled with black art and black artists. I don't know if I said it at the beginning. This is from my birthday party in Chicago last year. 
uh, I spent all day buying from black artists. I'm gonna fill this whole wall and that whole wall and this wall all with artists. And for sure, there's gonna be a painter life up in here. All right. Now, it's a quick and easy process. You get hand painted portrait in about three weeks. Send any picture of yourself, your family, friend, loved one, whatever. Combine photos. It's all you. Meaningful, personal, and can be cherished forever. Paint your life portraits are a gift that will keep on giving. All right. Now listen to this. At paintyourlife.com, there's no risk. If you don't love the final painting, your money is refunded, guaranteed. And right now, I've got a limited offer to get 20% off your painting. That's right, 20% off and free shipping. To get this special offer, text the word R&R to 64,000. That's R&R to 64,000. Text R&R to 64,000. Paint your life, celebrate moments that matter the most. You know what mattered to me the most this weekend? What was that, Ken? Kirk Franklin and Fred Hammond. Oh, with everything that was going on, I was I was really like, you know what? I don't know. I don't know if even Kirk and Fred can do it. First of all, I want an apology from you, Kirk Franklin. You said to leave you alone. When I posted, we should have gospel artists battle. You commented and said, leave me alone. Okay. So me and my brother did it. Have the time of our life. Lo and behold, Swiss Beats called Timberlands. Okay, Timberlands called. Hey, Kirk and Fred, y'all should do this for the people. Oh, we'll do it on verses. But when regular old Kev calls, you don't do it. Oh, and I watched your battle, Kirk. I didn't hear no thanks. I didn't hear no shout out. Hmm. Now you're on the list with Tyler Perry and Jonathan McReynolds. <laughs> now I've taken you off the list because you did my conference for free, but you were on there for a second. Got an asterisk by the name. Let me tell you the best part of that battle, Joshua. Best battle I've seen. Kirk and Fred had gospel artists tucked in the back of their house. They had them hidden like fruit snacks. And Tamla Mann came out and sang Take Me to the King with Kirk. Man. Woo! I don't care if this video gets flagged. We going you going we you oh you going to hear this. And play it through, Josh. All the way? Who cares? Okay, who cares anymore, man? Is the mic picking this up? A little bit, but I can sync it with the video. You going to have your work cut out for oh, you. Oh yeah. You going to have your work cut out. What we could also do in the future is run a just play the video okay. so you don't have to edit it. Okay. Would that make it easier for you? Yeah, right. no, absolutely. You don't have to put the whole thing either. I'll show you the piece that I want. Just play the last. Right here. Two minutes in. They had church at the house. Sorry, Tam. Come on, Tom. Come on, Tom. Come on, Tom. Lay me at the throne. You can leave. 
tell you, I had chills the first time. I got chills this time. Me and Melissa was watching that, and I was like, Tam! What you say now, Tam? I was, listen, gospel music, man, it was great. It was, first of all, I guess we're done with social distancing. Nope, no, I mean, obviously. The verses where the people are together are so much better. Beanie Man, Bounty Killer, Big Ups, theirs was the best. I've been re-ranking my verses. Kirk and Fred, top tier. This is the first verses that I knew every single song that was played. Every single one, even Commission. Uh, Bounty Killer and Beanie Man, I love because the energy and the setup and the sound quality, pristine. T-Pain, Lil John was also great. Uh, they had great, great audio, great, great, you know, quips. They had the most like stories and behind the back, behind the scenes stuff. Um, Babyface and Teddy Riley had the most potential, gave us the most memes, but it wasn't a fair fight. Uh, Fred used a lot of commission and therefore it was a great, it wasn't a battle. It was a healing concert, but man. I cried a little bit. I just, it was just a lot. It was a lot. Kirk is funny, by the way. If you were at my conference over the weekend, he was, he dropped some gems. Uh, (laughs) He was dancing with his wife during this. (laughs) And when she left, he was like, let me just see you walk away. Mm. And man, it was perfect, Joshua. Fred was great. They both live in Dallas. It was easy to set up. I'm still confused as to why I'm not being invited or honored. They had T.D. Jakes do the opening prayer. I mean, I guess. What about me, guys? Okay, I live in L.A. I couldn't have got there. I could have zoomed in. I could have zoomed in. But no, we'll get a famous pastor. Kev, you're not even a pastor. Well, guess what? You're right. (laughs) They had Marvin Sapp there. It was funny because they had Marvin Sapp there. They did what black people do. Get Come here and and sing the song, Marvin. Get in here and sing. Marvin sang the same song twice. (laughs) Kirk was like, let me sing it again. He's like, I just said, sing it again. Black people love making people who can sing, sing, and people who can dance, dance. We love it. Do the little dance your mama showed you. Do the little dance, Marvin. Do it. Do it. Do a little, do a little song. Marvin like, uh, what's Marvin's song? Never could have made it. Kirk was playing behind him, man. There were some times when Kirk played behind, you know, because Instagram was like, uh, it was funny because Instagram was like 90 seconds, right? So they start off the first couple of songs with 90 seconds. You can't even get going good on a gospel song in 90 seconds. First of all, the 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 preamble of a gospel song, 45 to 60. Okay, we just we just getting here. Let's let's take melodies from heaven. This is already gonna get struck anyway, Josh. Let's see how long it takes them to actually sing on Melodies from Heaven. This is why you can't get nothing in 60 seconds. Mm. 
They're just rocking right here. First word at 24 seconds. That means you actually only get about 60 seconds of actual song. Okay, now let me pull up this uh, uh, other Kirk Franklin song. We're just going to use Kirk and Fred songs. Real quick. One more real quick. This is Speak to Me. Thirty-three seconds before a word is spoken. <laughs> Full intro. Thirty-three seconds. That's low, actually. Let me let me pray one more. Um, oh, Fred, what's your song that I'm thinking of? Okay, let's see. This is Melissa's version. Oh no, he spends that word. This is not the live version. No weapon, nine seconds. Where's no weapon live? Not a live performance, the live song. Come on, Fred. Where are you on YouTube? Fred! Man. My sock is, I got a, I got a hole in my sock and it's been bothering me this whole episode. You know how, how like when you have a hole in your sock, you feel, it feels weird and you can't focus on anything else. I've been trying to act like it hasn't been bothering me, but it's just like my toes keep popping out. And you know what? If you had features, that would never happen to your socks. Oh my God. Features has solely focused on engineering innovative, high-performance socks for almost 20 years. They've created a sock with custom-like fit to prevent issues with conventional socks. No more bunching, slipping, friction, and blisters. Oh, multiple cushion levels from ultra-light to max cushioning for unsurpassed performance. They sent me some of these. Josh, I could run. My 40 time went from 4.4 to 4.2 because these socks were perfect. Targeted compression acts like a hug around the arch of your foot. Keeping the sock in place and preventing it from bunching, slipping, or sliding down into your shoe. Work out harder, recover faster, get stronger, run faster, and look great doing it. Features are also durable and long-lasting. So if you're unsatisfied at any point, they'll give you a replacement pair, no question asked. See why Features have quickly become the number one running sock in America. For listeners of Righteous and Ratchet, you can receive $10 off your first pair of Features by going to Features.com and using my code RNR. RNR. That's $10 off your first pair when you go to F-E-E-T-U-R-E-S dot com and enter the promo code RNR R-N-R. at checkout. Again, that's features.com and use my code RNR, R-N-R to get $10 off your first pair. Okay, I just, I can't find no weapon live. 
and I, it's it's just making me miss my point because I can't find that thing. But you know what I can't find, Josh? What can you find, Kev? Videos of influencers fake helping. Oh, during the protest, this this white woman. This is the one, Josh. I'm looking at the girl with the sports bra in front of the T-Mobile store. She has her boyfriend take a picture of her looking at the damage. By the way, this Twitter account is called Influencers in the Wild. This is not even the worst occurrence of influencers messing up over the weekend. The worst occurrence is this girl who is fake drilling a board with a uh, takes the drill from the actual guy who is boarding this business up. Okay. Has her boyfriend take a picture of her and then just skedaddles off into the Mercedes. Okay. This looks like it's in the Santa Monica area of California, right? No protests anywhere around her. It's just a regular day. And her voice really annoyed me. Just, just listen to her voice. Oh, BLM, BLM, guys. Oh, Josh. Wow. Just drive nails into my ear. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Yet I ordered the avocado toast. No avocado. Okay, I'm here. I was out there protesting. I helped clean up. I was boarding up windows. I am an influencer, guys. Totally support a Black Lives Matter movement. But also all lives matter. But Black Lives Today. These are the people who are writing these doggone brand posts where these brands don't know how to apologize to black people without offending white people. So they'd be like, here at Brand X, we are sorry for what's happening to the black, uh, the African-American people. We stand in solidarity. We even will put a picture of a black hand and a white hand together showing love and prosperity. Official Pretty Little Things, they put a picture of a white hand and a black hand. And the doggone black hand was so black. It was the blackest color black. Black people, y'all know we ain't black like this microphone stand black, right? Pretty little things, Josh. I'm sorry. I don't have it in our docket, but it's in my Twitter. The nail bed section of the black girl's hand is black. Have y'all ever even seen a black hand? I'm curious. The NFL apologized. You know what, man? Hey, we are totally sorry. Seeing as how 90% of our workforce is black, maybe we should say something. But for some reason... This woman, the fake influencer, fake helping really just chaps my cheeks. It's like, if you don't want to be a part of it, don't be a part of it. But if you do, do. But don't fake. Don't fake the funk with the nasty dunk. This influences in the wild, uh, Thing is hilarious. It sounds like a gold mine. It, it, oh, I'm sure. Do, do you think, I man? Let me tell you what, Josh. Influencers had a tough weekend. Oh, exposure, bro. This whole thing's been mad revealing. Man, I think it's interesting because 
We didn't even talk about Jake Paul. Jake Paul. Complete millionaire. Looting a cheesecake factory. Cheesecake factory already told y'all they didn't have the bread. <laughs> they told you on April 1st, <laughs> we're not paying our rent for the foreseeable future. Me and Lisa have been doing our part. We've ordered Cheesecake Factory probably three, four times during this pandemic. Fire. Okay. Jake Paul and his white friends down there busting the windows in a in a in a in Scottsdale, Arizona. Which is odd. <laughs> what are you doing in Scottsdale at a cheesecake factory stealing vodka? He's already filthy rich. It's like the Paul brothers just don't want to be liked. It's like their whole thing is how can we be hated more? It works for the boxing things. It does not work for the regular things. And this is what happens. You have peaceful protesters. A lot of times this is how this is what happens. This is the rundown. You got peaceful protesters going down there being peaceful. You got police being non-peaceful. They fire in tear gas, rubber bullets into the crowd, dispersing people, attacking. Now you just made it look like it's a violent thing. Not actually, you've made it a violent thing. Then people get scared. You know, I was actually reading about how almost all the time these fires starting in riots are from police throwing flares. Makes sense to me. Throwing flares, they get caught up, people throwing them back, tear gas, windows get broken. Now people are looting. People are like, you can't loot. America was built on looting and revolution. Africa was pilfered, plundered, all the resources stolen. This pen fell out of my hand at the, I, the wrong time. It was, it was an awkward fall, too. Really kind of messed up my whole point. You can't have things fall out of your hand when you're making your... Africa was plundered. Oh, shoot. Stop. Just... Whole point lost. Revolution is what America was built on. Now black people are kind of like, we're, we're finally tired of it. And they're like, all right, all right, just, you know, just walk quietly, you know, just do a thing or two, but, but don't do too much. So today I spent my day, and this is what I want you to do for the rest of this episode. I want you to go to my Instagram. Uh, I've got a couple of posts, not the white lady from My Strange Addiction licking her cat. And not her coochie, her actual cat. Um, I've got a whole bunch of resources. In the link in my bio on Instagram, I've got resources if you want to support or donate. My posts, uh, one of my posts has a lot of clothes from black artists or black-owned businesses. Another one of my posts has music from black artists. And the post prior to that is the um, black actual artists, people who make actual art. Let me tell you one more thing before I let you go. The blackout Tuesday was kind of funny because it made me realize nothing you do, everybody's going to be on board with. Oh, my gosh. Okay. The blackout was like, yo, we going to black our stuff out. My wife actually told me about it before I heard anything. She was like, yeah, we're going to, you know, I saw some stuff about blackout and I'm going to do it. So my first question is, all right, what's the blackout for? And my wife was like, it was started by two black women. I was like, done. Sold. So what it was, they were in the music industry. And they're like, look, y'all got to stop 
white people, y'all need to stop, pause, take some time, hush, learn, listen, educate yourself, donate. That's what y'all need to do. And black people was like, yeah, we also want to just join in. You know what I'm saying? This is where it happens. There's no clear source of information, so there's kind of confusion. Never fret. Anytime you want to do something, someone on Twitter going to tell you you're dumb for doing it. I was on Twitter and I was like, boy, Twitter is cynical paradise. I did the blackout, man. I want to I want to bring awareness. You know, Twitter was like, this is wrong. Y'all don't even know why y'all doing stuff. Y'all are sheep. And it made me realize that when Martin Luther King and them was marching, there were some black people was like, I ain't going down there. He dumb for doing that. They dumb for marching to Selma. You ain't finna beat me up. I ain't finna be bit by no dogs. They stupid down there. That's just what people do. There is a black person who was like, I'm not finna protest nothing. I'm not finna get shy. And they listen, rightfully so. I get it. Right? And they was telling the protesters, y'all dumb for doing this. There's probably a black person when Martin Luther King got, King got killed that was like, see, that's what he get. If he would have just never stood for nothing, he wouldn't have been able to fall for nothing. And then I realized, you know, all you can really do is, is do your research, believe in what you want, believe, and try and do your best. Right? I got into it with my sister today because I wake up and there's a lot of black pictures everywhere. And I'm like, yeah, man. All right, all right. All right. So then I see, yo, if you're going to post a black thing, like I see a couple of accounts like you're going to post a black thing. Don't post Black Lives Matter with the thing. That's a hashtag. Don't put the hashtag because it floods, you know, covers up all the police brutality and stuff that we're fighting for. Covers it up with the black. OK, I see my sister on there. She got the hashtag. Somebody comments is like, yo, don't use a hashtag because, you know, it covers up the main cause. My sister said, man, I do what I want. (laughs) (laughs) So I text her on the side. I'm like, yo, baby sis. Actually, that person was kind of right. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you look at the hashtag, it's all black. She said, I do what I want. Oh, oh, to to me too? She at you on that one. She at big bro. No Kevin State at Kevin. Shut up. I do what I want. I hit her with the Waka gif. Okay. Okay. 20 minutes later, <laughs> she texts me back. 14 more people on my head. I just deleted it. Okay. Oh. I, now you delete the whole post. <laughs> All we just asked you to do was delete the, the hashtag. And it just made me realize, Josh, no, there's nothing that can be done in the world where everyone will agree with it. There's no right way to do anything. And it's always been like that, right? What happened is social media has just given a voice to everyone, man, especially right now. Oh, especially right now. Serena. Oh, my God. Did you see this? I was disgusted. Serena Powell, she used to work with us. So she got a job that paid well, better into music. She posted, let me just, and we're going to close with this, Josh. While you're looking for that, another comment that I, that I heard. Another not, curfew today. I just got that. Go ahead. What's your comment? Um, so I, I saw that too. Like, okay, don't use the hashtag. I didn't post the hashtag in mine. I was like, all right, I'm going to still leave it up. And then I see, I see a, a tweet. It was just like, 
all these black squares were asking you to take them down so they don't flood it. And I was just like, all right, well, my hashtag's not in there, so it's not popping up. And then, and then uh, the end of the tweet was just like, so who are you really doing it for? I'm just like, what is – there is no middle ground. There's no middle ground. People – so I, this is why I got off Twitter today. Somebody made a whole video. I'm going to put Serena's tweet in here too so you so you don't have to find it. You got okay. your work cut out for you, buddy. It won't always be like this, Josh, but it will today. Okay, Serena's our homegirl. This really happened to her. Somebody DM'd her, hey, would you be offended if I posted a picture of us as kids looking all cute as a way of showing that racism, love for all races is taught, and I'm grateful to have come from a family that raised me to love and respect everyone. I just wouldn't want to disrespect you anyway, so I thought I'd ask first. I miss you and I hope you're doing okay with everything going on. It's scary, but necessary. Okay? And then she showed the little picture. And the girl said, you look way cuter than me, but hopefully people will look past that. I just want to say that for most of our friendship while we were still young, it literally didn't even occur to me that we were that we were perceived differently, nor did I think nor did I think to look at you any differently. But when we got older, and I did notice it, I think my parents did a really good job talking with me about it. Serena said, yes, I would be offended. Honestly, what did you think I would say to this? My blackness is not a prop for your Instagram followers. Are you trying to show you know a black person, therefore not racist? I'm confused. My people are dying. Go to a protest. Call the mayor. Donate money. Now, mind you, this is the kicker. This girl ain't talked to Serena in 15 years. But for the Instagram posts, you you had no problem checking in. Hey, you know what I'm saying? My sister, my sister, understand everything. You're probably scared. Can I just show my white friends that I, you know what I'm saying, I ain't racist? I know we ain't talked in a minute. But can I show you? Now, let me show you what being an ally is, because that's what the girl thought she was. Dustin Nickerson, white man, been on, on the channel before. This man been going at it with white people in the comments. <laughs> He's been making provocative tweets. Pissing white people off. He been getting cussed out of the DMs. He went down and protested in San Diego. He went down and cleaned up in San Diego. That's what being an ally is. Not checking in with your black people and being like, yo, can I post this so people don't think I'm racist? It's actually doing something that makes you not be racist. Treating black people with respect. Stand on the right side of the law. Stand on the right side of right. Going down to a protest. Defending protesters. Understanding why people are protesting. If you got a problem with black people destroying property and you're going to got a problem with black people being killed by police, then what you talking? Mm. What you talking? You care more about a random target that's a billion-dollar company, $70 billion company, than poor black people being shot and gunned down, shot in the face with rubber bullets, which were designed to be shot into the ground and ricocheting people's legs. Do you see a rubber bullet? Things like this big. White dude out there protesting got shot in the eye with a rubber bullet. Lost his eye. Gone. People's face, they've been getting shot in the face with rubber bullets. They're, both their eyes are swollen up. You can see the white meat. Now is not the time to check in on your black friends and prove to your white friends that you're cool. Maybe next week I can be funny. But ain't nothing funny this week. Enough. leave that.